<laughs> Welcome to the Journey Podcast. I'm Sarah, and I have Mike and David and Terry here. And our topic today is coming straight from the Journey um, workbook here. Your journey starts now. I'm going to read a little bit of this. Uh, So journey coaching was developed from a Christian perspective. To participate, you don't need to follow those beliefs, but throughout the material, you will have an opportunity to compare your personal philosophy or worldview with a basic understanding of a healthy Christian point of view. That perspective, which teaches us to serve everyone, love everyone, and care for everyone, everyone, regardless of their worldview, was modeled by Jesus. So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about today with the Journey Podcast. And uh, who wants to start here? I am, I'm just going to draw numbers and I'm just going to pick. Pick number four. Okay. Yes. Mike, you're up. Mike, you've got the mic. That's the second Thanks. time I've said that it's going to get old. I think that's, this is an important topic because I'm... We could be easily misunderstood here. Sure. Uh, and that's a concern that we all have. We love Christians and we love those who have not come to believe in Jesus yet. But those who have not come to believe in Jesus yet, we, we want to introduce them to Jesus, you know. And the leading edge of this is to help people regardless, as you, were, as you heard there, we're helping people understand their strengths, we're helping people understand their weaknesses and their worldview, but while they're doing that, we're helping them understand a Christian worldview. And so uh, it is a great benefit just to help people move forward in life, and if we serve them in that way, we have great joy in that because Jesus did that. Mike, can you explain worldview a little bit? I sure can. A worldview is the way that a person answers kind of the big questions. Where did I come from? Why am I here? You know, what is my purpose? And so people have ways of thinking about what their purpose is, why they're here, what they're doing, where they came from. And that shapes kind of how they think about their world and how they make decisions every day. And everyone has a worldview, right? We all have we all world have some view. kind of a worldview, and I think that worldview tends to become the lens by which we look at everything. Mm-hmm. You know how we see if if we believe that we were just made by accident. That appear that that that's the lens by which we see all of the things that happen around us. And 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 it is a huge service. I think a lot of people walk around and they don't they haven't summarized. They don't understand what their worldview is. They make decisions. Everybody makes decisions out of a worldview, whether they know what it is or not. And we want to help them articulate it. And we want to help them understand what a Christian one is. What's the benefit then of articulating, knowing your worldview? Because you have it. Why, why, why will that benefit your life if you know what it is, if you bring it to the forefront of your brain? David, you might be able to answer this one. Well, it could be too. I, Worldview, I I taught a class for 7th and 8th graders one year on worldview. (laughs) And talk about worldview. 7th and 8th graders have got some phenomenal worldviews and the way they see the world around them and their world that they're in. But I think there's a difference between the word culture and worldview. Mm -hmm. So often we try to bring people to a point where sometimes they think we're talking about culture. You're an American, you must be talking about this or that, when in reality, the worldview has to do with who Jesus Christ is and his perspective in the world and becoming to, beginning to adapt 
our worldview to his view. Right. Well, I think I think you're right. I think there is a it, it, there's a bleed over in the way culture is and worldview, though. I mean, I, I believe sometimes our culture is part of our worldview, but you're right. It's not it's not an either or. Right. It's, it can be a blend. But for right. some people, they don't want, especially if it's a Christian culture to come into or their right. Christian worldview. They don't want that to come into their culture. They try to keep them separated. Sure. So it's, but it's just interesting to live around people, especially Iowa City, where there's such a huge blend right. of worldviews. Right, because you've and got people so coming in from all over all the world over into the, the, the university, yep. correct? And and when you think about worldview too, I think one of the things that I think about, you know, from a counseling perspective, we we often talk to people about their core beliefs. You know, what what are your core beliefs? Because those core beliefs become a filter to what you, um, how how you see the world. If you have a core belief, um, an underlying belief that I'm, you know, I'm I'm capable and I'm confident and I, I can do the things I want to do, you're going to set out and do more things. If you have a core belief that says I'm um, I'm worth worthless. And, a lot, and some people do have that core belief that I'm worthless, then that filters a lot of the things. You know, getting a job, I, they may not try for certain jobs because they don't feel like they can get it. Um, our worldview kind of encompasses part of that, too. Who do we believe that we are? And when you're disconnected from that, you're making decisions and you don't know why you are. And you may think that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're walking down a pathway thinking that it's you know, being driven by one thing when really it's being driven by another. I've had people that I've sat down with who've said, you know, I believe my, I want to go this direction and, but I believe X and X leads a different direction. Right. And they, they don't see the disconnect. And if you're a Christian out there, that happens very often because the Bible teaches a certain kind of worldview Yet you're making a decision. I'll sit down with someone saying, this decision is actually based on a different worldview, and they actually don't even know it. You know, if you don't know right. what your worldview is, you can live in, or you can think you're doing one thing and living consistently with it. It's really important to have that connection. There are a lot of people out there who believe that they have a Christian worldview, but yet when you really get down to look at it and analyze it, a lot of their worldview is coming from, from secular areas. It's coming from, you know, just other places growing up. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I found that a lot of people have their worldviews from the from religions. Sure. Their church teaches them this or that. Right. And so then they try to become what the church is dictating in their lives. This is what it means to be a, a Christian. When in reality, we need to have a biblical worldview. What does the Bible say? Who does, who does Jesus say when he says, I am the way, the truth, the life? What is that life? It's not just a spirit, not just a religious that he is a savior, but he also comes with a type of life and a culture and a and a worldview that we need to then become an, a, an imitator of. And that's what he talks about in becoming a disciple is that you become. And that's why the word Jesus comes from a little Jesus. Well, how do you make your worldview similar to who Jesus is? Yeah. And. You know, the difficulty is carrying out, uh, living out uh, something that you don't understand. You can't do that. So the reason why it's so important for us to come from a Christian perspective is because we believe that God ordered the world to work in a certain way. And the best and happiest way to live is outside of that worldview. We want people to know that worldview, not so that they 
are constrained by our rules, but so they're set free to live the way God designed them to live. We don't apologize for coming from a Christian perspective because we believe that is what's best for everyone and not constraining, but it's freeing. Can you give an example of that, Mike? Yeah. You know, I think when you're trying to, um, you know, move, when you're trying to make a decision in life that is guided by a certain principle, you know, so if you, if you truly are trying to connect with, this is what I believe, this is what comes from a Christian perspective. And then this is what I'm trying to do. Um, if you don't, if you aren't connected with that piece. Talking about a worldview. Yes. Uh, as, as we're talking about it, this verse comes to mind. For God so loved the world. Talk about a worldview. He looked at the world past, present, and future, and people, not as a, as a creation and as a material thing, but as us as people. And we're not always and, lovable. No, but yet, for God so loved and that word loved is the deepest, most radical, fantastic love in the world. And that's the way he looks at us. And so when someone is living outside, in, inside that worldview it and would, entering the, you know, interacting with people with that worldview on their brain and their heart, what happens? You end up seeing that you want to help people get to know who Jesus is and see his view of things and how he loves them rather than trying to manipulate or to change or, or direct coach even. It <laughs> might be a wrong term in the wrong, wrong direction. You want to make sure that they are moving towards who Jesus is. And I think that's what we're here in doing in coaching. It's not about us or about a Christian philosophy or our worldview. It's about what is Jesus' worldview? How does he see it? What's his plan for us? And it's interesting how God, has, Jesus has a plan for every one of our lives, if we'll follow it. Thank you, David. That was actually a great example. But the one that's been on my heart probably for six months is something like marriage. Mm -hmm. So a worldview that says... The goal of finding a partner is somebody who can satisfy me. That's what the mm -hmm. culture says. That's a worldview. I'm looking for a mate that meets my needs. In the end, will backfire on you because it's built in selfishness, which is the opposite of what God designed marriage to be. Well, yeah, right? and the other person is myself. going into marriage for the same reason. Exactly. And both people are standing there trying to expect the other person to meet their needs. Absolutely. That worldview is destructive. And mm -hmm. God created a, a mechanism or a worldview around how that's supposed to work that actually will be beautiful and work for people and give them a happy life. When two people die to themselves and give their life for the other, and they're both doing for that, that for each other, they will get their needs met versus trying to take what they want from the other person. We'll just irritate that person and turn into the spiral. So that's, that's a, a great probably example. the most common way where a worldview gets people in trouble. If they get it from the culture versus if they get it from, uh, from the Bible, from a, from a Christian worldview. I think there's a lot of those kind of examples we could use at, you know, yes. at different times, but I think that's a really good example. Yeah. And I think that it, we are done for today. Mm. And <laughs> next time. Wow. Thanks this for giving me good. time for that. <laughs> Sarah, you were gracious. So keep listening to the journey podcast and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org. And check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org.
Your journey starts now. Ba da ba da.